listening to Yesterday Today, bringing you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm, um, uh, Jolly Old Jake, uh, yeah, and with me is the other host, uh, Mary Old McLean. Yep. Jolly Old Jake and Mary Old McLean. Are we really doing that? Hey, look, I'm I'm just trying to follow the guidelines that the National Committee on Christmas Cheer set out for us. Look, it's we, we got to do it, man. Yeah, I still don't know if I believe that the NCCC exists. Oh, it's very real, McLean. This this is a government organization with a surprising amount of power. Like I've said, they could shut us down. So you know, it was either that or just let them kind of let them have their way. I mean, they did. They did ship Sydney and the producer off to that ski resort for the holidays. How's that going, by the way? Yeah, I uh, got a telegram from Sydney yesterday. I didn't even know they still sent telegrams, but yeah, he said they're doing fine, so I guess the producer hasn't killed him yet. Oh, good. Well, with that, it's back to our typical holiday offerings on yesterday today. Are they our typical holiday offerings, or are they the holiday offerings demanded of us by the NCCC? <clears throat> Irrelevant. We're being holly and jolly, and that's that's what's important. Well, okay. I, I do actually have a couple ideas about some fun Christmas-themed activities that we could do to kind of brighten the mood. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold that thought. Um, When I said irrelevant, I meant super relevant. Um, here. What? What's this? That is a list of National Committee on Christmas Cheer approved activities, hijinks, and shenanigans that we can perform on this radio show. We're not allowed to do anything that's not on the list. Nothing says cheery like mandatory holiday fun? Hey, look, if you're going to take up the fight against the NCCC, you can be my guest, but they have deep pockets, man. That's not one. That's not something you want to get involved with. Right. Well, I mean, I guess I'd, some of these don't look too bad. Pretty standard Christmas-type stuff. Uh, hey, what's this? Reindeer rides? Oh, yeah, uh, riding reindeer. I don't, I don't think we have any of those here, so that might not be a doable one. Right, right. Well, what about holiday baking? Yeah, that, that's perfect. We could do that. Not sure how well the kitchen in this building is suited for some serious Christmas baking. Oh, we, we've got a, uh, we've got, what do we have? We have a microwave oven and some, um cookie pans or something somewhere like I'll, I'll run to the store real quick or something and and we, we can cook up some some christmas cookies and 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 confections and that kind of stuff uh, it's christmas baking not not cooking i didn't mean cooking literally you know what never mind you get the shopping list together i'll i'll throw on some christmas music here and we'll get ready to uh to make make this make this as as, as jolly a place as possible. Pretty soon, the warm smells of, of holiday baking will be filling the building and staving off the uh, government organization. Say, friends, wherever you are tonight, whether you're in the snows of New England or up in the Northwest or on the warm tropical beaches of the Florida coast, I really hope that you're getting into the spirit of this Christmas sing. I don't mean just sitting back in your easy chair listening to us have all the fun. I mean throwing back your heads, opening up your hearts, and singing as loud or as pretty as you know how. Gang singing is a lot more fun than you'll ever know unless, well, unless you give it a whirl sometime. So come on now, join me in the first Noel. If you don't know the words, why, hum a little, tap your feet, or gee whiz, do something. You ready? The first Noel 
the angel did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep no Summerfield, through the magic of radio, it is still only Christmas Eve. Its citizens are scurrying about in a light snowfall like characters on a Christmas card, and there's a general air of kindliness, goodwill, and anticipation of the morrow. We find the great Gildersleeve looking not too unlike Santa Claus himself at the counter of Peavy's Pharmacy in conversation with the proprietor. Christmas comes but once a year, and it's a great old institution. Yes, sir.
is no Christmas like a home Christmas with your dad and mother, sis and brother there with their hearts humming at your homecoming. And that merry yuletide spirit in the air. Christmas bells, Christmas bells, ringing loud and strong. Follow them, follow them, you've been away too long. There is no Christmas like a home Christmas For that's the time of year all roads lead home There is no Christmas like a home Christmas with your dad Christmas bells, Christmas bells, ringing loud and strong. Follow them, follow them. You've been away too long. There is no Christmas like a home. For that's the time of year, the time when all Something wrong with this O-string, Molly. There isn't any O-string, McGee. Why, sure there is. Listen. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, you see, it always goes wrong on the O. I think it's your conscience, dearie. What do you mean, my conscience? Well, instead of lying there on your back playing that mail-order mandolin, you should be helping me trim this Christmas tree. Lindsay, the smallest of the small fry steps forward. Now, what's your song, Lynn? I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. I may join you. Thank you. Not at all. I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. Wouldn't that be something to see? I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. Dodging the clouds, waving at crowds. This boy just got his wings. 
I'd crack the whip and keep a watch for weather vanes. For weather vanes. I'd help him with his bag and check his Christmas tag. Or maybe you could handle the reins, big stuff, huh? I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. Wouldn't they be jealous of me? You couldn't say I ran away because after we roam, he'll drive you home. He'll drive you home. And when they see me Christmas morning, what'll they say with a look of delight? There goes the boy that bought for Santa Claus last night. There he goes, hitching a ride with Santa. We'll dress the house with holly bright and sprigs of mistletoe. We'll trim the Christmas tree tonight and set the lights up low. Christmas tree, think of me beside you. Even though I may be far away, hang the stockings right by the chimney. And won't you add one for me too? Fill them all with sweets and goodies, as we used to do. As the snowflakes gently fall and the bells are ringing. Say an extra little prayer for me. For peace on earth, goodwill to men, with love and joy and good cheer, my God. When you trim your Christmas tree. This year, as the snowflakes gently fall and the bells are ringing, say an extra little prayer for me. Darling, when you trim your Christmas tree. gentlemen, here it is Christmas Eve, and like so many others throughout the country, Jack Benny is preparing a dinner party for his many friends. 
At the moment, he's setting the table in his living room. There. <clears throat> Gee, the table sure looks nice, doesn't it, Rochester? And I like the way the house is fixed up, too. Especially the tree. You know, Rochester, that's the biggest Christmas tree we've ever had. You're all I want for Christmas. All I want my whole life through. Each day is just like Christmas. Any time that I'm with you, you're all. Joy and cheer 
That's what Christmas means to me You know there will be stockings filled with toys For all the lonely little girls and boys And in my heart the feeling is so grand To know I've helped the ones who need a hand To look through windows trimmed in green and red And pray for all eternity To see the star of peace shine overhead That's what Christmas means to me To see the star of peace shine overhead That's what Christmas means to me That's what Christmas means to Comes now the twins, Philip and Dennis, with a touching saga about the snowman. You ready, fellas? Sure, sure Dad. Dad. On a Christmas Eve, a happy snowman stood and dreamed beside a cottage door. How the children love their friend the snowman. And the funny fedora he wore fedora. When they said goodnight They told the snowman That a gift for him Was on the tree So he called himself A lucky snowman Just like one Of the family was he The cottage porch Looked beautiful and bright The holly wreath Was turned on for the night when all at once it caught on fire and fell He couldn't knock, he couldn't ring the bell He couldn't run for help, he couldn't call But then he had to save the children after all He knew he'd melt away and yet the snowman Threw himself across the burning floor How the children missed their friend the snowman but they'll always remember him for 
a heart that was brave and the joy that he gave and the funny fedora All right, welcome back to Yesterday Today. We're presenting some uh, good old-fashioned holiday programming as, as well as baking our own little Christmas treats today, too. That's right. Uh, say, are we sure about this fruitcake recipe? Nah, hey, watch it. Don't you denigrate that fruitcake recipe, McLean. That's been in the Westbrook family for generations. And yes, yes, we're sure about it, okay? Don't, you know. Well, hey, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that McLean. I... Our great-great-great-grandpa Lumpkin Lee Westbrook himself wrote down that very recipe back when he celebrated Christmas of 1920 in that little post office he ran in Mason, Texas. It's lasted through the Great Depression, numerous wars, 19 presidents, and every single remake of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You question that recipe? You question history, buddy. Look, I'm all all about history and uh, family lineage and all that. I was just, uh... I'm trying to mix the fruitcake batter, and my my mixing spoon just broke. What do you mean it broke? The batter is a uh, a little dense. Well, you you used a wooden spoon. It it's too weak. Besides, the batter's mixed enough so you can just you can just pour it in with the fruit and, and put it in the oven. Okay, here I. Hey, uh, hey, uh, help me help me lift the mixing bowl, would you? Oh, come on. It can't be that heavy. Huh. Well, what do you know about that? Well, uh, let's take a rain check on the fruitcake, and, and we'll get back to it in a minute. How are the uh, the gingerbread men coming along? Better than the fruitcake, but not perfectly. Where are they? Or shouldn't they be out of the oven by now? They are out of the oven. I, I set the tray of them on the counter there. Oh, McLean... McLean, they call them gingerbread men because they're supposed to look like men, not blobs. Hey, it was your idea to put yeast in the batter. It's gingerbread. Bread has yeast. and, and uh... Yeah, and our gingerbread men are suffering from severe bloating now. It's not completely unsalvageable. I mean, look at this one. If you decorate this one correctly, that could make a very handsome gingerbread elephant. Okay, okay, yeah. And this one here... Could be like a, a gingerbread hippo. And if you sort of break off a piece of this one and then get creative with the with the frosting, it could be quite the gingerbread blue whale. That's the spirit, McLean. Look, while we're putting our decorating skills to the test here, why don't we play a Hey, we got we still gotta get this fruitcake into the oven. Oh yeah. Don't remind me. I'm thinking if we rig up sort of a system of pulleys, we could hoist it up just enough to be able to sort of toss it into the oven. You know, that's not a terrible idea. We could run a tow rope from the car and through the window. All right. Oh, uh, this is an episode of The Aldrich Family, by the way. Uh, you know, that classic, classic, lovable teenage sitcom. Uh, and by by pure happenstance, pure coincidence, a fruitcake plays into this episode, too. All right, get the car started. The Aldrich Family, a special rebroadcast for you soldiers, sailors, and Marines of the United Nations.
American boys always grow up. They can't stop themselves. But no matter how important or how old they become, they always like to grow down to boyhood again and recapture their youth in the adventures of Henry Aldrich. The scene opens in the Aldrich kitchen on a Saturday morning. Goodbye, Mother. So long. Henry Aldrich, where are you going? No place, Mother. No place. Just skating. Skating, dear? You're leaving without doing what I asked you to do? Who, I, Mother? Henry, I told you I wanted you to take a package over to old Mrs. Proctor's before you did one thing today. On the first day of skating, and the whole gang's going to be down on the lake, Mother? I'm sorry, Henry, but you've got to take this fruitcake over to Mrs. Proctor. Even when Homer's waiting for me out on the front porch with the skates and everything? Here's the cake, dear. It's in a tin. And keep this side up. Gee, weren't you listening, Mother? Yes, dear. Now, please start. Well, where are you going, Henry? Skating? Skating, Father? Wonderful day for it. Now, Sam, I've just gotten through explaining to Henry it's going to be exactly as nice later on. Father, you, uh, you aren't by any chance going to drive over by Mrs. Proctor's today, are you? Oh, I? No, sir. I have a very busy day scheduled. Sam, you haven't forgotten you're going to that reception with me this afternoon, have you? What reception, Alice? Sam, I don't believe you ever hear one thing I say. I've mentioned it at every meal for the last week. To me? Oh, Henry. Yes, Homer, I'm coming. Henry, you're tipping the fruitcake just as I knew you would. Not very much, Mother. I just wanted to have it at the right angle as I went out the door. Alice, what reception are you talking about? At the women's club at 4 o'clock. At the women's club? Yes, dear. And please go answer the telephone. At 4 o'clock? I can't possibly make it. But, Sam... Hello. Hello, Sam. This is Will Brown. Oh, yes. Good morning, Will. Say, Sam, is everything all fixed? You mean for this afternoon? That's right, Sam. Well, I'll tell you, Will, I'm in sort of a jam here, I'm afraid. Yeah? What's the trouble? Could you call me again in just a few minutes, and when Alice answers the phone, you tell her how important our engagement is. Why, Sam? Well, frankly, I forgot there was a reception at the women's club. And she's going to make you go? Not if you handle it right, Will. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, Yeah, I'll tell her it's a case of life and death that we get together for a conference. That's right, Will. That'll do it. Just like glass. Oh, boy. Well... Hey, Henry, wait a second. Where are you going? I told you ten times, Homer. I've got to deliver this fruitcake. But, gee whiz, I thought you were going out on the lake with me. Oh, no, Homer. I walked a block out of my way so we could see how the ice looked. And now I've got to go over to Mrs. Proctor's. Henry, we're right here, aren't we? Why don't we put on our skates and go down the lake once before the crowd gets here? Now, Homer, don't tempt me. When I tell my mother I'll... I'll... Although I'll admit I might step out here just one step to see how smooth it is. Sure, Henry. And why don't you put your skates on? And no, Homer, I'm just going to walk out a ways. In the first place, Mrs. Parker's waiting for this fruitcake. Gee, it isn't bad out here, is it? No, Henry, and boy, watch me slide. Look out, Homer, stand back. What are you going to do? I'm going to take just one long running slide and then beat it over to Mrs. Parker. Wait a second, I'll slide with you. Homer, I can't wait. Here I go. Whee! Hey, hey, Homer! Oh, boy, Henry, look out! Telephone's ringing. Here, you'll have to answer it. I can't. I've got to go downstairs and look at the furnace. But, Sam, how do you know it isn't someone who wants to speak to you? Hello? Hello. Is this Elm 303? Yes. Oh, hello there, Alice Aldrich. How are you? Oh, just fine. Is this Will Brown? Yes. 
Well, this is a pleasant surprise. Just a minute, Will, and I'll call Sam. Uh, no, Alice, wait. You don't have to call him. You don't want to speak with him? I just want you to give him a message. All right. Uh, tell him something pretty important has come up, and no matter what he plans to do, I've got to see him this afternoon. Really? At what time? Well, uh, about four. Oh, but Will... Alice, I hope he hasn't planned to do anything at four. There are some figures I have to go over with him, and... and... Well, if it's that important, why naturally... Alice, that wasn't by any chance Will Brown, was it? Yes, Sam, he's still on here. Don't you want to speak to him? Uh, what? Uh, what's he calling for? He says you can't go to that reception. No. Here, dear, take the phone. I've got to go back to the kitchen. Hello, Will. Hello, Sam. I fixed it for you. You don't say. Well, Will, that's too bad. Uh, now, listen, Sam. It's your turn to phone me. What do you mean? Call me back and do the same thing with my wife. It's that reception, Sam. She hooked me. All right, Will. You can depend on me. I'll give that my immediate attention. Goodbye. Goodbye, Will, and thanks for calling. Alice. Yes, Sam? Alice, I'm certainly sorry about Will insisting I be with him this afternoon. Just what kind of figures is it you have to go over? Why, they're rather intricate figures, Alice. In fact, they're... Well, I've got to be going to the office. Dear, you won't forget to stop off and leave those things at the tailor's, will you? I won't. I've already got them out in the car. Hey, isn't somebody at our back door there? Hello, Mrs. Aldrich. Why, hello there, Homer. I thought you were with Henry. Who, me? Well, I'll tell you, I was with him, and, and then he asked me... I decided to come over here for something. Dear, Henry hasn't gone skating, has he? Skating? No. No, Henry didn't even put his skates on. Uh, could I just step up to Henry's room for a second and sort of look around for something that I'd like to see whether I can find? You want to go up to his room? It's okay. Boy, I want to call somebody out the back door here. Oh, Charlie. What did she say, Homer? Did you talk her into it? Charlie. <laughs> say hello to Mrs. Aldrich. She's right here behind the door. Oh, Hello, Mrs. Aldrich. Good morning, Charlie. What is it you want? Why, well, I just... Well, you see, here's what happened. Uh, come on, Charlie. Mrs. Aldrich is very busy baking, and we don't want to bother her. Okay. Now, don't make a mess up there, boys. Oh, no. Alice, exactly what is it I'm supposed to tell the tailor? Sam, everything of mine is to be dry clean. Yes. And Henry's suit and his two pairs of trousers are to be sponged and pressed. Fine. And tell him Henry would like at least his suit back by Monday because he hasn't a thing up in his closet except what he's wearing. Very well. Are you leaving now? Uh, no, not just yet. I've got to put in one more phone call. Mrs. Aldrich. Uh, yes, Homer? Mrs. Aldrich, does Henry... Does Henry still have the same room he's always had? Why, yes, Homer, of course. Is that right? Why do you ask? Oh, no reason. The closet, the whole thing seemed a little empty. Well, what is it you're looking for, dear? Nothing, Mrs. Aldrich. Oh, Charlie. Homer, was Henry going to meet you here? Why, no, not exactly. Uh, we were going to come here and and then he'll probably be at the lake when I get back. Hey, Homer, what's keeping you? Listen, Charlie, did you find anything? I found a sweater. What good will a sweater do? What Henry needs is a pair of trousers. Well, where are his trousers? That's what I don't understand. And listen, Charlie, you got to let me take your pants over to him. Oh, no, Homer. But, Charlie, don't you realize Henry's over at the lake and all he's got to keep him warm is a fire? Come on, now, let me have them. Oh, no, Homer, oh, no, I'll take your pants. But, Charlie, don't you realize your pants are brown? They're the same color as Henry's. All he's got to do is put them on and nobody will ever know he fell in. Well, well, why don't you go over to your house and get him your brown pants? Because my mother's looking for me and if I go anywhere near my house, I'm sunk. Well, you can't have mine. But, Charlie, you look tired. You can get into Henry's bed and read a good book. Oh, no. Now, listen, Charlie. (laughs) 
with me. Why, I tell you, Agnes, I can't write this minute. Why not? What are you doing behind that bush? Uh, why, nothing. Have you seen Homer? No, is he down here at the lake? Why, he was, and then he left to go on sort of a, an errand. Uh, gee whiz, have you seen Charlie Clark? No. Boy. Oh, my goodness, look at the hole in the ice. What? Has someone been fishing here? Fishing? Fishing? Say, Henry, have you got a fire there? Uh, listen, Agnes, just stay away from here. Just stay away. Why? Because, well, uh, this is my fire. Oh, my goodness. Oh, listen, do you see that house down at the end of the lake? Yeah. Well, could you run down there and ask to borrow a blanket? Why can't you go? Well, that's why I'm behind this bush. What? And, Agnes, while you're down there, ask if you could get, get anything I could fish with. What's that? And tell him I want to hook a fruitcake. a lot, Charlie. And remember this, don't worry. Now listen, Homer, how long are you going to leave me here? I'll be back with Henry before you know it. Just stay in bed and enjoy that book. Okay. And don't call anybody. Okay. And listen, Charlie, do you want me to pull down the shade in case you want to take a nap? No, I don't. Just stay away from that shade and bring my pants back. Okay. Homer! Yes, Mrs. Aldrich? Are you still up in Henry's room? Wait, I was Mrs. Aldrich, but I'm not now. I'm coming downstairs. Could I speak to you out in the kitchen, please? Now? Well, I'll be there just as soon as I... All I have to do is put something down here in the living room a second. Very well, but please hurry. Yes, ma'am, I'm coming. Here I am, Mrs. Aldrich. Dear, I'm terribly sorry, but I'm going to have to ask you to run down to the store for me. Now, Mrs. Aldrich? Yes, dear. The only thing is, I... I... Dear, all you have to do is run in and ask for a can of baking powder and run right back here. Yes, Mrs. Aldrich. Only first, I think I'll step in the living room a minute. Now, dear, please. I need the baking powder at once. Right away? Yes. Here, I'll open the back door for you. Okay, Mrs. Aldrich, and I'll be right back. Thank you, dear. Homer, you don't have to run that fast. Alice. Uh, yes, Sam? Are these brown trousers of Henry supposed to go to the tailor's, too? Where did you find those? On a chair in the living room. My goodness, I thought Henry was wearing his brown trousers. Well, as long as you have them, you might as well tell the tailor to dry clean them. They've been needing it for a long time. Hey, Henry, are you fishing? Henry, are you? Get away, Elwood. Stand back from this hole. What you fishing for, Henry? Henry, can't you answer me? Listen, Elwood, you want to fall through this ice? You're too young to be around here. I am not. I want to see what you're fishing for. Oh, gee whiz. See that, Elwood? If you hadn't been bothering me, I would have had it. Oh. Now, just keep quiet. Oh. You would have had what, Henry? What you got a blanket around you for? There you go, Elwood. That's twice my darn fruitcake's gotten away from me. You're done what, Henry? Listen, Elwood. Go on over the other side of the lake and see whether Homer Brown's coming. I can see from here he isn't. Henry, you got a bite, you got a bite. I know it. You think I'm blind? Want me to help you, Henry? Listen, will you step back? Oh, boy, Henry, let me give you a hand. Look out, Elwood. Now, listen, Elwood, there goes the fruitcake. Gee whiz. Hello? Hello? Hello, Will Brown speaking. Hello, Will, this is Sam. Oh, hello, Sam. Where are you? I'm at my office, Will, and I just phoned your house, see? Yes? Did you fix everything? Well, that's why I'm calling you. Your wife balked. She balked? She says it's Saturday afternoon and you need to get away from your work and she's taking you to that reception. But, Sam, I've been counting on... I know how you feel, Will. I don't blame you a bit. Sam, 
You couldn't arrange to serve me a summons, could you? A summons? No, the courthouse is closed. But I could send you a wire. Say, that's an idea. And make it strong. I know what I can say. Good. And Sam, when you send it, don't send it here to my office. Send it to my home. Then Elizabeth will be sure to open it. I understand and don't worry, Will. I won't. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello? Hello. Could I speak with Mr. Samuel Aldrich, please? This is Mr. Aldrich. Oh. Who is this speaking? Why, this is Homer. Who? Homer. Don't you remember Homer? I had breakfast at your house this morning. Oh, yes. Homer. Uh, Mr. Aldrich, Mrs. Aldrich happened to mention that you took some clothes to the tailor when you left the house a little while ago. Yes? What about them? Well, why aren't they there? What's that? I've just been over to the tailor's and he doesn't know anything about them. Of course he doesn't. If Mrs. Aldrich is worried about them, tell her they're in my car and I'm going to take them in a few minutes. Oh. Well, do you know where your car is? You mean it's been stolen? It has. With Charlie's... With Charlie's... Homer, I can see my car from my window here. It's parked right there on Main Street. It is on Main Street? Yes, of course. Right in front of the barber shop. Oh. Then I guess it isn't stolen. Goodbye. <laughs> Gee whiz. Now, wait a second there, young fella. Oh, boy. Are you speaking to me? Is this your car? Why, yes, sir. No, sir. I'm just looking through it. That's what I thought. What's your name? My name? You think I haven't been watching you? You even tried to get into the trunk. Yes, sir. I'm looking for something. Yeah? Look, a friend of mine dropped a fruitcake, see? I mean... First, I borrowed another guy's pants, see? And this is his car? Yes, sir. No, sir. It's Mr. Aldrich's car. Mr. Aldrich's? Yes, sir. It was his wife who baked the fruitcake. Oh, so it's a fruitcake you're looking for. Yes, sir. No, sir. He's taking it to the cleaners, see? Now, wait a minute. What's your name? Don't you understand? Charlie's pants. They're holding everything up. Getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Henry, while supposedly delivering a fruitcake for his mother, has fallen through the ice on the lake. Now, while he's waiting for someone to bring him a pair of dry trousers, the scene opens with Homer returning to Charlie, whose trousers he had borrowed. Charlie? Oh. Hey, Charlie, wake up. Oh. Now, listen, Homer, where are my pants? Not so loud, Charlie. Do you want Mrs. Aldrich to hear you? Mrs. Aldrich isn't here. I heard her go out. Who is here? Nobody's here. I've been alone here all day. Well, what do you mean, all day? It's hardly three o'clock. Well, I haven't had any lunch. And I want my pants. Well, that's what I came over to tell you about, Charlie. Where are they? They're being cleaned. I think. They're what? Well, the cleaner promised me definitely he'd have them back on Monday. But I've got to stay here until then without anything to eat? Oh, no. Charlie, take your hands off me. No, I won't. I'm going to get out of here. How? I'm going to take your pants. Now, watch out. Quick, Charlie. Oh. Charlie, get off me. No, I won't. Don't let go of my ear. Don't let go of my pants. Well, hold your foot up. You make me. Now, listen, Charlie. Stop dragging me across the floor. Let go. Let go yourself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, look what you've done. You tore my pants right in two. Well, why didn't you let go of them? Well, this is a swell thing to do to a guy. Look at me. Can't we sew them back together? Sure, sure. How are we going to sew them together? I've got one leg on and you've got the other in your hands. (laughs) 
certainly want to thank you for fixing everything up with Elizabeth. No trouble at all, Will. When she got that telegram... <laughs> now, wait a minute, Sam. That's trouble. Let's go this way instead. Let's hurry, too. Whom do you see, Will? I think that was your wife up the street. Alice? She must be on the way to that reception. Uh, nothing to worry about, Sam. She didn't see us. What's that? Hello. Oh, yes. Hello there. Where are you going in such a rush? Well, I'm going home to get something for... for... Boy, am I in a hurry. Boy. Boy, of all... Of... Listen, Homer, get off that bed. It's my turn to lie down for a while. What's wrong with that chair you're sitting on? It's hard, but I'm tired. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The next time I do something to try to help you out, Charlie, don't think you know more than anybody else that ever lived. Hey, is anybody in there? Gee whiz, who's that? It's Elwood, fellas. Is it all right to come in? Oh, hello, Elwood. Where'd you come from? Listen, Henry wants to know where you are. Does Henry want to see me? Sure, Homer. What you lying down for? You sick? I'm getting up. Say, come here a minute, Elwood. Come here a minute. What for? I just want to see something. Listen, Homer, he's got knee pants on. Well, they're better than nothing. What do you mean by that, Homer? Uh, nothing, Elwood, nothing. Just come here to Homer. What for? Elwood, I'm not going to hit you. Come here. Come here. Do they fit you, Henry? Well, they cover me, but don't come near this bush again. I'm not coming near it. They fit me, but just how big is your father? Well, he used to be center on the Yale football team. He did? Yes, but he's put on a little weight since then. There. Now I guess I have them on all right. My goodness. What's the matter? Henry, you're just a sight. Boy. Hey, Henry. Gee whiz, who's that? Here they are, Henry. Here they are. Listen, Homer, where have you been? I've been trying to get you these pants, and boy, here, put them on. Homer, I've got a pair of pants on. You have? Are those pants? Sure. They're Agnes's father's. Agnes's who? My father. Oh. Well, Henry, don't you want Elwood's? Elwood? How'd you get Elwood? I just borrowed them. And then went over to Charlie's and got a pair for myself. And here are yours. Homer, I certainly hope you don't think I want to wear knee pants, do you? Well, why why shouldn't you? I wore them right out in public all the way over to Charlie's house. Henry, isn't that your father over there? Where, Agnes? Where's my father? Right out there on the lake. Look at him skate. Oh, boy. Stand in front of me. Gee, was is that my father with him? Yes, sure. They certainly are doing some fancy figure skating. Homer, won't you please stand in front of me? Oh! Agnes, what's the matter? There goes Mr. Albert. He just fell in. He did? My father fell in? Oh, boy, Henry. Oh, boy. Look out. Homer, where are you going? Where do you think? To your father. I'm going to take him Elwood's pants. <laughs> See through the window, Will? Yes, I'm looking. Is it all right to go in? Is the coast clear? Come on, Sam. Your wife isn't in the front of the house anywhere. Are you sure? Alice! Alice Aldrich! Will, don't do that. <sighs> it's all right. You don't look so bad in those pants, Sam. They just look like a skating costume. Just the same, Will. I don't want her to see me. Look, I'm going upstairs to take a hot bath. Okay. And as a matter of fact, I think I'll be pulling out. Will, is that Alice? Uh, goodbye, Sam. Yes, Alice? Was that you that just came in the front door? Why, uh, yes. Yes, that was I. Well, come on out here to the kitchen a minute. Why, I can't right now, Alice. Sam, I want you to come out here and help me with something. 
Very well. I'm coming. Do you please hurry? Yes, Alice. I'm right here on the other side of the door. Well, why don't you come all the way in? Well, I would, Alice, only I was afraid I'd bother you. Sam, I'm peeling these onions and I can't see a thing. Step over to the range, will you please, and see whether I turn that back burner off? Now, Alice? Yes, dear, of course now. Did you get all your figuring done? Why, we went over a few figures. And then something else came up. But that is, yes, you might say we got them done. My goodness, but these onions make my eyes water. You mean you can't see anything, Alice? Not anything at all? No, dear, where are you? I'm sort of around here behind you. Well, I suppose I'll have to keep on peeling these or I'll never get them done. And incidentally, Henry is upstairs. He's upstairs? Yes, he came in just a few minutes ago and he's taking a hot bath. Well, that's fine. And after dinner, Sam, I want you to have a talk with him. Yeah? He started off this morning to deliver a fruitcake and he distinctly disobeyed me and went skating and fell in the lake. Uh, yeah? Sam, you don't seem a bit concerned. Well, I am too concerned, Alice. I was just going to say falling in the lake. I also wish you'd have a talk with Henry about Homer. About Homer? Yes, Sam. Elwood Hazard's mother phoned a little while ago and said that Homer had knocked Elwood down today, stolen his trousers from him, and locked him up in some room someplace. What did he do that for? I don't know. And now Mrs. Hazard is going out all around town trying to find the poor boy's pants. Elwood Hazard? Yes, Sam, and he's only a little fellow in knee pants. Hmm. Well, Alice, I think I'll be going upstairs and get dressed. Don't be late for dinner, Sam. You will speak to Henry, won't you? Yes, Alice. And if Mrs. Hazard phones again about Elwood's pants, tell her not to worry. I'll try to get to the bottom of them. part of this morning's paper. Who, I, Mother? Yes, dear. There was a picture in it of some man who fell into the lake yesterday. And it was the funniest thing. It looked exactly like your father. Is that right? Yes, dear. And I wanted to show it to him. Do you know where it is? Well, to tell the truth, Mother, uh, Father and I were lighting a fire in the living room a little while ago, and I guess well, we must have burned it. This rebroadcast of the Aldrich family is a presentation of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Okay, watch it. Watch it. Easy, easy. Hey, hey, careful. Don't let your side fall. I'm trying. Look, just move it over to the cutting board and we can set it down nice and gentle. Man, I've never seen a granite countertop crack like that. Oh, don't exaggerate. We can't afford granite counters in here. Sorry. Man, I've never seen wooden countertops crack like that. That's better. Hello, folks. Wrapping up the show here today, and we just finished our Christmas baking as well. We uh, we were able to eventually pop the old fruitcake in the oven, so... Well, we really dropped it into the oven. Well, anyway, it just finished baking, so we're ready to give it the old taste test. Um, You want to go first? Uh, I mean, I have been meaning to watch my weight around the holidays, so I don't think that I should... Don't be a coward, McLean. Come on. Fine. We got a knife to cut into this thing? We sure do. Here you go. Here goes. Not making a ton of progress over here. I think the blade is broken. It's tougher than I thought. Maybe we should soak it in rum until Christmas. Now, there's an idea. 
As it stands now, I would probably declare this thing not fit for human consumption. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells. Boy, me feel like me bells have jingled all the way, if you know what me mean. Oh, hey, Mondo. Uh, how you doing? How's your uh, how's your job as the mall Santa going? Oh, let me tell you. It's, it's just been a long day. So many kids, so many demands, so many candy canes to hand out. Oh, it just really gets to me. I, me don't think me can really complete me rounds come Christmas Eve if me gonna be this tired. Complete your rounds? Oh, yeah, well, you know, once you promise the kids the gifts, you gotta bring them to them, so... <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a long night come Christmas Eve. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, uh, ooh, what's this? Oh, uh, it's, uh, fruitcake. I mean, if you want to try it, you, you can go ahead, but it's not very, uh, edible. <laughs> Sadamondo will be the judge of that. <laughs> oh, oh, mm, oh, that's delicious. Oh, man, that beat milk and cookies any day of the week. You know what? <laughs> now that me has had this this fine delectable treat, <laughs> me is feeling more energized than ever. <laughs> hey, me got a lot of kids to go make happy. Thanks for the pick me up. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> well, what do you know about that? Huh? Maybe old Lumpkin Westbrook knew what he was doing after all. Yeah, either that or old Lumpkin Westbrook and Mondo have sharper teeth than we do. Uh. Yeah, and sharper knives. Well, if you want more Yesterday Today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you get your fine, nutty, half-baked, hard-to-swallow podcasts. That's right. Hey, tune in next week, folks. We've got our Christmas Eve special. That's right. We're airing an episode on Christmas Eve, so it's a Christmas Eve special. The the, the qualifications for that standard are, are very low, but nonetheless, it'll be fun. So come on back next week for, for some more Christmas radio. Oh, radio.